0: Hey, what's up guys? Thank you for joining me again today. This is Dr. LaHue. We're doing a study on Enneagram Type 3, and we're going to be looking at the wings today. So, uh, 3-Wing 2, the Charmer, and 3-Wing 4, the Professional. We're going to try to unpack a little bit more about 3s. I'm always, you know, growing in my understanding and, uh, you know, research and interactions with each type, and so um, we're going to get to the wings in just a minute and explain, you know, a little bit better the difference between Uh, those two different kinds of threes Um, first just a little bit of summary about the three Um, i was uh, doing a little more study and reading and 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 reflecting on threes and you know threes of course are in the shame group uh, with twos and fours and essentially i would say that those three types are asking the question you know or dealing with the problems that result from you know the issue or the question of where does my value come from where does my worth come from um, what makes me um, a reason for being here? You know what? What, what is my what is my um, my value and my worth? And inherent in that is the belief that you don't have worth and value. Is the belief that uh, you're not lovable for who you are, uh, for who you genuinely are. That you are not lovable. And of course. You know, you have to understand in an objective way that, that that's not true. You, every person has worth and value. Um, you can walk into, you know, any nursery or any preschool or any, you know, hospital nursery and you can look around at little infants or little toddlers who haven't accomplished anything worthwhile in this world, meaning they haven't earned any certificates or earned any education awards or you know, they're not working for a living, they don't have a company, Um, all the things that we tend to associate with success and make a person quote-unquote valuable, these little babies or these little toddlers have achieved none of it, and yet who would deny their worth and value? They have intrinsic worth and value. And in that objective way, I think all of us can understand that, but twos, threes, and fours, Um, because of their brokenness they lose sight of their worth and value and so they go on a quest or a bid to try to you know create that sense of worth and value and so twos you know tend to accomplish that by being very likable by by winning you over because of their kindness and their their uh, their help and what they offer to you and Focusing the attention on you you want to be around them and so they find their sense of value in that they have become valuable to you and fours they deal with this by being special and different and unique and standing apart and The idea is kind of like I'm not like the rest so you would miss me if I was gone you could you could you could um, pull any other cog out of the wheel because that's what people are they're just cogs and wheels because they're all so mundane but me I'm different I'm unique I stand out and therefore have value because I'm not like I'm unlike everyone else you could if I wasn't here then you would miss me and the three you know has this sense that they don't have value and worth in themselves. So they go on the bid or the quest of creating what you might call a persona um, or a mask, a false self, a a more um, um, likable, more highly achieving, more accomplished self. And of course their root sin is deceit because over time they start to be unable to differentiate their true self from the persona that they have created. In other words, they become overfocused on goals and achievements, and um, beauty and attractiveness, and polishing up the image, so that image, that false persona, that mask, that social person, uh, becomes how they identify themselves. All of us, I think, understand that you know there's times when you have to sit up and dress right, and look proper, and be respectful. Um, And so, you know, we show up at the event and we're on our best behavior. And then as soon as the event is over, we take off the suit and we go back to our, you know, our regular clothes and we go back to being ourselves. The three is kind of always on job interview. They're always on that. um, It's kind of like they're always on in a sense of always having to be on, to be their best self all the time. Um, And over time, you know, they can kind of lose sight of their true self or their, their, you know, who's the person underneath all of that charm and all of that charisma and all of that uh, accomplishment. And they can lose touch with their feelings uh, because feelings and their inner sense of what's going on within them gets in the way of accomplishing all of those goals. So it's like they, they look in society and they see what people admire. Their marketer, their marketing uh, strategy for life. They're using marketing strategies for how they live their life. They go out and see what people admire. They see what people, um, you know, are attracted to. Um, they see what the best, most admirable qualities are in any given group or situation, and then they adapt themselves to emulate those desirable qualities. And so they. Um, you know, can become somewhat shape-shifting in order to be the best or to be the most admirable and then equate that admiration as though it's love. And so, they're, in a sense, they're running away from pain, the pain of feeling unlovable in yourself or the pain of feeling rejected, and so they're running away from that pain or running away from that shame. That shame is driving them. And so, all of this, you know, accomplishments that they are, all of the achievements and the awards and the medals and the trophies and the surgeries, by that I mean plastic surgeries and the gym memberships and the, you know, the designer labels and all of that that they're chasing and running after and all the accomplishments and all the career changes and all of the advancements and promotions and that important sense of self, it's all they're running toward those things, but in my opinion, it's because they're running away from um, that shame, that sense that I'm not worthy, I'm not valuable, I'm not lovable in and of myself. So I have to attach all of these things onto me so that people will then admire me and be attracted to me and love me, and then I will then believe, maybe, that I'm a person of value and worth. Um... So like when I, you know, it's it's really a sad thing when you think about it. I mean, it's all of the Enneagram shows us our brokenness and it, and it shows us, you know, where we are fallen and it, it can be a very painful thing for a three to hear this for the first time because, you know, maybe you've never thought about it like this before. You've always just known that you were a very determined person who was very goal oriented, who was very focused. But, you know, that's that. But try to get beneath the surface on that and let the Enneagram, you know, shred through those outer layers. And, and why why do you feel like you have to multitask? Why do you feel like you have to check things off the list and you have to accomplish so many goals? What's the motivating force behind that? What is it that you, are, you think will happen if you were to relax? If you were to... Um, say to work for others promotion and to promote the team or to promote the others or um and or to or to relax or just to relax and just to take it easy and just to you know be comfortable and be yourself Um, what would happen if you didn't go on this attack mode of accomplishing uh, the next great goal and sometimes you know those goals you know they can kind of get backed up and lined up in front of you as a way to keep your attention off of other things. So what is it that you don't want to give your attention to? Um, why don't you want to look internally? Why don't you want to look inside yourself? Um, you know why don't you want to sit for a minute and and just do nothing? What would happen to you? Would you curl up into a ball and die? Would you disappear? And one thing you can say about threes is they don't, they're afraid of disappearing. They don't want to disappear. They want to make a name for themselves. They want to make, um, you know, their life count. They want to make a big splash. They want to, um, um, you know, fulfill something great and something important and be seen as something great and something important. Could you accomplish these goals? Could you accomplish these, these tasks if you didn't get, uh, would you, let me say it this way, would you be as motivated to accomplish these goals and accomplish these tasks if no one knew, if no one could know what you were accomplishing, if it was just for your own personal benefit? Would you be as motivated to better yourself if there was no awards or achievements or promotions or financial incentives attached to it are you pursuing these goals because it's a passion that you enjoy, that you love? Is it, is, do you really enjoy and love and, are, and have a desire uh, to learn the things you're learning and do the things you're doing? Or are they simply a means to an end? And if they are a means to an end, or it possibly is a means to an end, ask yourself, what is that end? what is it that you're really trying to accomplish what is it that you're really trying to attain um and the enneagram look you may disagree with a lot of what i just said but the enneagram if you'll give it some time and threes have a hard time you know with all of this because they have a hard time with reflection they have a hard time with pausing long enough to reflect and to look inward sevens do too okay i know this because Uh, uh, because of my own difficulty with the Enneagram. Uh, You know, go find sevens that care about the Enneagram. It's going to be hard. There's not... I know they exist. I know they have Facebook groups and all that. But I'm just saying that some of the types, like fours and nines, you know, they lean in and they want to know more about themselves and why they do what they do. But threes, you guys have a hard time looking inward. You want to keep moving Keep attaining, keep achieving. And in that way, threes, you know, they're going to be special and others will give up and others will quit and others won't stay motivated and others won't work the long hours and others won't come early and stay late and read the books and, you know, learn the manuals and, and I get it. I understand your world. Okay. I understand maybe more than you think. Um, and in that way threes differentiate themselves from the group, from the pack threes differentiate themselves from the herd okay, so look at, I want you to see the similarity between twos, threes, and fours you're all doing the same thing in your own way, twos you differentiate yourself from everybody else because you care more than other people care, twos are more helpful more caring more friendly than everybody else and so look they're different and therefore have worth and value fours you guys are unique you're the only one that wears your hair the way you wear it you're the only one that paints the way you paint you're the only one that designs the way you design you're the only one with that special tattoo you know that represents your grandfather or you're the only one that and so fours differentiate their, themselves because of their diet, because of their dress, because of their, um, the, their job or their creative talent. Fours differentiate themselves from all of the herd, from the vulgarians out there. Um, I mean, the 4-3 is called the aristocrat, the 4-5 the bohemian. So fours differentiate themselves and say, everybody else is like this we're like that the twos doing the same thing everybody else is is mean and everybody else is uh so focused on getting things done that they don't have time to care about people look at us we're different okay and look at you threes Threes say everybody else wants to go on vacation they want to play all day they want to um uh, hope to achieve and accomplish without working hard and being disciplined and setting goals and networking But I'm going to differentiate myself as a leader, and that might be the key word, as a leader, that's different than all of the followers out there, all of the people that just want to coast through life. I'm motivated, and I'm hyper-motivated, and I will do the hard work, and I will discipline myself, and I will, what are you doing? You're saying everybody else, and then there's me or then there's us, the threes, the, the achievers, we're the leaders, we're the winners, we are the ones that stay late, work harder, and give it more effort. You're differentiating yourself from the herd. And why, what I'm saying is, why do twos, threes, and fours do this? Because they're struggling with that sense of where does my value and worth come from? <clears throat> my worth and value come from my friendliness and my, my ability to help you in a crisis. My, my uh, worth and value come from my uniqueness and my separateness and my differentness. And then the three is my value comes from my ability to accomplish, achieve, and win, and win people's admiration and to be the best. Okay, I just want you to see yourself in the mirror for what you are. That's the beginning of healing in all of this is to see the wounds, is to see the brokenness. And we're healed by that brokenness. We're healed by that wounds, by those wounds. Okay, so enough about threes in general. Um, Let's talk about the wings, okay? So the three-wing two is called the Charmer, and the three-wing four is called the Professional. And I'm going to say this through all these wing videos and all the different types. So you may just be watching this one because you're a three, but if you're watching all of them, you'll hear me repeat this over and over, and that is... Whatever wing is your dominant wing, and there will be one that's more dominant than the others. It might be slightly more dominant. It could be far more dominant. So maybe you're a real three-wing two and you have you see no fourness in yourself at all. Or you're a three-wing four and you see no two-ness in yourself at all. Whatever your dominant wing is, the path to healing and health is often, um, often generated when you learn to exercise and strengthen and depend on your less dominant wing so if you're a three wing two you need to learn everything you can about the four wing you need to learn as much as you can about fours and work toward incorporating more of that into yourself as a three and you will immediately see signs of moving toward health okay so if you're a three wing four and you don't have much of a two wing Learn as much as you can about twos and you know what's going on and why they do what they do and what the positives of the two is to incorporate that into your threeness to balance out that other wing. So what happens is is we get we get we get tipped one side or the other, leaning too far toward the four, leaning too far toward the two. If you can balance that a little bit. And move toward your less dominant wing you will immediately begin to move toward a more healthy three a more healthier three uh, okay so let's talk about the three wing two the three wing two is of course that what I just said the achiever gonna dominate gonna win gonna accomplish gonna shapeshift to be the best but then blend that with with uh, with those aspects of two uh, that are I care about people I care about being somebody's friend. I care about making connections with people. I want to help. I want my achievements to inspire and motivate others and to help them. I want to be the three wing two looks like this I want to be the best I can be at everything I do in order to inspire, motivate, influence, and help others accomplish and change their lives, transform their lives so the three wing two is going to move toward caregiving they, they they they're going to be an accomplisher they're going to be a person of admiration who wins your they're going to be a performer okay they're going to be that performer but they're going to do it with a sense of inspiring and motivating others as well so think like tony robbins okay you know the the motive the typical motivational speaker let me tell you what i've accomplished let me tell you what i've come out of let me tell you how i've overcome As a way of inspiring and motivating you so that you can believe in yourself, that you can accomplish great things as well. So they focus on gaining and winning others admiration because they are being so helpful and being so, um, um, because of their helpfulness and because of their achievements, they then want to turn that in a way to win others admiration. um admiration and attention so that they can inspire others to motivate them to become more than than maybe they thought they could be so they tend to be more extroverted than the three wing four if you know you're a three and you know you're extroverted there's a good chance you're a three wing two okay you tend to be more extroverted and tend to be more comfortable in that role of the the superstar the shining star Put the spotlights on me, get the attention on me. I'm comfortable up here on this stage. I'm ready to to share with you and challenge you and talk to you and help you believe in you and become a better you. And so if you if you know you're a three and you know that you're you you have that potential at least to be comfortable talking and speaking and and being in groups and interacting with people, you're probably a three-wing too. Um Three-wing twos often love excitement. They're very enthusiastic. They can look like sevens at times. You know, sevens, you know, like think Jim Carrey's and Jimmy Fallon's and they can look like that. They can be quite humorous, fun-loving, easy-going, uh, wanting to influence and motivate people. And they tend to mask their competitive side more than the three-wing four. Not that they're not competitive. They are competitive. Three-wing twos are competitive, but they tend to mask that a little bit more than a three-wing four does. Three-wing four is a professional. So they, they want you to know they're competitive. They want you to know that they're determined. They want you to know that they're going to work hard. Three-wing four is more personal, probably, more relationship-oriented. Um, and here's a stinging word. Maybe um, can be a little artificial, uh when you get to know them you might they might have that little bit of artificial sweetener quality to them because again it's an artificial self it's a persona it's an image it's an external self threes are kind of in denial of their internal self or could be in denial of their internal self sevens can be two so stop stop hating on me because we do the same thing okay Sevens want to move away from the internal stuff because that's where the pain, the boredom, the sadness, and all that, we move away from that and stay focused on everything glittery and shiny and just want to have fun and just want to you know, be distracted. Threes aren't into having fun and being distracted. They're into accomplishing and achieving goals. But it's that same moving away from the inner life toward the external life. And when you don't have a strong inner life, and it's all external life, then it's going to come across to people as artificial. Sevens can come across pretty artificial too, pretty shallow. Okay, you might say it that way. Um, one of the marks of a three-wing two is they can be intimate with a crowd. In other words, you know they're talking to a crowd and they're sharing their deep thoughts and their heart and there's tears, you know, and and they're so personable. But then when you get them one-on-one, they tend to be more standoffish, more closed and not vulnerable. Not vulnerable one-on-one where they look so vulnerable up on the stage or with a group. Okay? So, let's see. What else do we want to say about three-wing twos? Uh, I'm looking, by the way, at this book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram, to give me some, you know, helpful, good information on this subject. Uh, Three-wing twos are outgoing, vivacious, quality that can resemble sevens. They're friendly, helpful, generous like twos while maintaining Poise and self-esteem because they're threes. They're gonna they're they're gonna continue to look good. Um, they can be helpful and fun-loving. A seven will let themselves look foolish. The three is gonna have a hard time making letting themselves look foolish. They may have they may be lighthearted and and easygoing, but they're they're not going to you know. Put the uh, hospital glove over their head and blow it up with their nose. They're they're probably not going to do that because that's going to make them look stupid. And threes don't want to look stupid. Okay, sevens are willing to look stupid. Um, personal achievement. Okay, they want to be loved. There it is, right there. They want to be loved. That's what threes are. That's what that's what in your heart you really want is to be loved and to know that you're a, a person worthy of love. Let me tell you, if you haven't heard it in a long time, you are. You are a person worthy of love. You don't have to do anything to be valuable. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to accomplish one more thing. You don't have to accomplish anything else to be a person of immense value and worth. And maybe you didn't hear that growing up. Or maybe that wasn't the message that was communicated to you. Maybe you heard the message that you were valuable because of what you could do. You were valuable because of what you could accomplish. You were valuable because, you know, because, of some other aspect than that just it was like just being alive isn't enough you have to you have to validate why you're valuable and that's not true that's not a true message like i said before go to any nursery look around at all those little babies what do they need to do to be valuable nothing they don't need to do anything they're not worthless because they haven't accomplished anything yet they have intrinsic value whether they accomplish anything or not and you know that's true so then adopt that and see yourself in that same way you have immense value and worth regardless of whether you ever accomplish another thing or not and and here's the awesome thing is if you can come to realize that about yourself what happens to all the pressure that's on you a lot of that pressure can just go away Because now you can use the best of threeness, that sense of determination, that desire to to achieve great goals, but instead of chasing value, you you can now accomplish those goals from a sense of value, from a sense of worth, from a sense of destiny and purpose, not in order to prove that you're valuable not in order to to validate your your worth and value but because you understand your worth and value you're already on the team you don't have to try to make the team every time you go up to bat you don't have to try and make the team you're wearing the jersey of life you've got the ball bat in your hand and you're on the team sometimes you might strike out it doesn't mean you're off the team so yeah, you wanna hit the ball for the fences, but, but not because you have to prove that you deserve to be on the team. You're on the team already. And because you're filled with gratitude that you're on the team, you wanna do your best, and you should. And when threes are doing their best, great things happen. But it's not because you're trying to get on the team, it's because you're grateful that you know I don't really deserve to be on the team, but I'm on it. And so I want to do the best I can do. But now you'll do your best in this more healthy, relaxed, um, centered state of purpose. Rather than trying to chase something you know, that, that seems like it's it's hard for you to get a hold of, out of a sense of worth and value, you can accomplish far more, and in a much better way. Okay, because if people could meet the real you, I think people wanna meet the real you. If people could meet the real you, but you gotta meet the real you first. You know, when you look in that mirror, apart from all these diplomas and and all these titles, and, and all this external stuff, you know, what do you see in that mirror? and I think people want to meet that person and see you as you are and love you for who you are but I think it's hard for you to trust that it's hard for you maybe to trust that people will love you for who you are so you start you know working on adopting all these masks that cover up the real you and and that's where the deceit comes in you start believing that all those masks that you see is you but if you could peel back that mask and peel back this one, and, the, and who you are at work, and what your title is, and and what your uh, what you accomplished, and and you know your attractiveness, and your if you could peel back all that stuff, is there anything in the center? Is there what's the core? The core you. That's what you got to get to know. That's what being three is all about. Is is trying to understand that core person. Okay, Um, and I think that's really, you know, where the three has to learn to lean on that four wing. So the three wing two, because the four is all about understanding themselves and how they're different and how they're unique, okay, Um, and what makes them special and listening to their authentic self and being authentic to themselves. So the three, when they lean on the two, what are they doing? They're saying, what do people need from me? How can I help them? How can I lift others up? That's good. And some of you three fours need to really work on that two wing because you get so stuck in yourself and so stuck on accomplishing for yourself that you're not thinking about how to help others, how to inspire others, how to motivate others, how to be there for others. That's the three wing two, okay? The three wing four, the professional, um, the four can really help you guys, you three wing twos, the four, leaning on that four and learning more about that four can really help you get centered and say... You know, who am I and what do I care about? Not what will get me the award and what will get me the promotion and what does my dad value and what do the people around me value, but what do I care about? What's authentically me? I know that I could go work for this company and I can make a lot of money and I could be a success, but do I care about the product that company is producing? You see, the four is going to get a job that lines up with what they value because they want to be true to their authentic self and so a three who leans on that for a little bit says you know life is more than just titles and diplomas and admiration and success 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 what success are you if you accomplish and gain the whole world and then forfeit your soul your identity your personhood what does it gain a man if he it's the whole world Accomplishes everything, but then loses himself in the process. This that verse is written to you. Threes, okay. So the three wing four, the professional. Let's talk about that a little bit. People of this subtype feel that their self esteem comes from their work, their career, uh, more than their personal qualities, more than their beauty, more than their attractiveness, more than their friendliness and their outgoingness. It's it's more from their So this three could look a little bit maybe like a one because they're going to be disciplined and hardworking and they're going to be focused on their careers. They're going to be focused on accomplishing. They're very competitive. um, And they're going to look maybe a little bit more like a one than the three wing two. They could look a little bit like a two or a seven. This one's going to look a little bit more like a one because they're more business. Let's get down to business. They're more introverted than the three wing two more disciplined, more focused, uh, more quiet determination, resolve, you might say. They want their work to be outstanding. They want to turn in perfect work. Uh, They want their work to be well-regarded. They identify themselves with the person that's at work. They get their energy and give their energy to their careers. Um, They take pleasure in their profession, in their craft, that they've chosen and will make those personal sacrifices to maintain that professional integrity that you know that that high quality of work they can be diplomatic and charming charming that's the three-wing two they can be charming like that um but they tend to be more task oriented and serious um than than the three-wing two um so this type though has a challenge because they they find themselves often in a struggle between I want to be successful. Ie, I want to make a lot of money and have a great title and be important. At the same time there's this there's this competitive voice within them, that four voice that's saying be true to yourself. What do you care about? What's important to you? It's not all about the money. You need to be creative. And and so this three sometimes finds themselves in a struggle because they've got this they've got this part of them that that you know, loves nature, but getting out in nature doesn't accomplish you know your work objectives. And so they find themselves often torn between their creative side or their their real self, what they're passionate about, and accomplishing goals and tasks to, to be a winner. So there can be some self-doubt in, in these people, um, creating a tremendous pressure for them. Their drive for perfection is kind of like the one. However, they aspire to embody um, that perfection. Let's see. But they also want to be um, in touch with their inner self as well. And so that can create some, That's I think is what it's saying. Okay, so they measure self-worth by their achievement, the three wing four. Where I think the three-wing two could do that, but they're more likely to measure it by their persona, by their winsomeness, their charmingness, you know, their ability to attract people to themselves. The three-wing four is going to measure it more by the bottom line, what they've accomplished in their achievements. Um, they're going to be concerned about recognition and getting the recognition that they deserve or they feel they deserved. And then in this way, they can trip over themselves. It's all they can always make it about themselves to the point that. You know, people see through this sometimes you get very frustrated with them and maybe even move away from them because because they can't get themselves... They can't get out of their own way sometimes. Um, they can hide their inner struggle about their personal value. They uh, Their drive to succeed is complicated by their desire to be creative and to truly be themselves and to know themselves. And they tend to be more introverted than the 3 wing two. Um, so, if you're a three... What does it mean to be present to be present today? Um, well it means trying to get out from under all these masks this persona, this winner, this you know exceptional child this this admirable character you are more than just a character you're a person with a heart. And it's not going to be easy for you to get in touch with those feelings again because you tend to shut those down because they're not helpful in accomplishing goals. Uh, you are a human doer sometimes, and you need to learn to be a human being, okay? That just being, just existing, is enough. And uh, the more centered you get and the more in touch you get with your yourself, your own values, what you really care about, and what you really believe in, the um, The more solid you build that core and get in touch with that core and to know yourself, um, the more effective you're gonna be. And if that's your goal, to be effective, to win, then I think you need to really show up and to be present means to get out from underneath all of what you think it means to be successful and to to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, what do I want in life? What do I care about? I'm gonna to get to the top of this ladder, but do I, do I even really care about the wall I'm climbing up? Because you're gonna to get to the top of the ladder. You're gonna make it the f- first and fastest, and you're gonna to get to the top of that ladder twice as fast as everybody else. And then what's going to happen? You're going to be standing on top of a wall. And you may never even stop to ask yourself, is this the wall I want to stand on top of? Will I care at the end of the day if I win this trophy, if I win this position, if I win this title, if I become CEO of this company? Will I? Will, will that satisfy me? Will I then be satisfied? Um, if you're not centered in who you are, guess what? You're going to get to the top of that ladder, top of that wall, and you're just going to see another ladder. And then you're going to see another ladder. And then you're going to see another ladder. And it's never going to end because you're not running towards something. You're running away from something. When you can stop running away for a minute and just sit there and let yourself feel what you need to feel, then begins the process of transformation. Thank you, guys. Wish you the best. I'll see you next time.